All right, welcome in. This is the third episode of the 38th podcast. Um, I'm your host, Noah Schulte, and as always, I'm joined by... Your boy, Zane Schwartz. It's your boy, Zane Schwartz. Um, <laughs> we have okay. a decent amount of stuff to cover today. Yeah. This is, the, fir- this, this is uh, the first part of a two-part episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to make this one... Probably not three parts. No, not three. I mean, hopefully <laughs> not three. Depending on how something pan out, it could be three, but right. we're shooting for two right now. Um, this first part is going to be covering... Uh, we're going to be updating you on the sexual harassment stuff that we talked about last episode, and we are going to be talking about the Pueblo County Jail and how people, and the overcrowding there. So um, so the first thing is we wanted to touch on the sexual harassment stuff because there's been some updates on that. Do you want to talk about that, Zane? Yeah, so basically um, they have... Uh, they have gotten a private commission. Um, now, if you want to talk to someone about sexual harassment for many of the campaigns, um, you have someone who is not your designated contact person and also supervisor. Um, so that's good, but there has still been no change to the harassment policy. Um, the the policy still stays. Then again, that, that's a pretty key part of the whole issue with the policy yeah right no that's definitely good well that's just for the campaigns though for the actual oh um, for the, yeah for the camp yeah for the actual state house it's the same um which isn't great which is not great um but so that's yeah. not good because like the pol- as we went over last week the policy needs well it's a policy, policy they can say yeah i mean they can say hey we're gonna change it and the election uh, it's good that all pretty much all the um Campaigns have that policy in place, the, the other policy. But once it gets to the state house, the other policy takes effect, and it's back to to usual. Um, but the request for um, request for uh, proposals to analyze the culture, blah blah blah, is still up. So hopefully that will um, hopefully that'll actually happen they'll they'll receive enough that they'll find one that they want to follow through with and then they'll start revamping it yeah so they're re- they're in the process it's going to be a long process because the, the entire policy i think needs to be scrapped just the way they've handled it yeah. the past has been terrible and speaking of the way they handled it it just came out i think a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that um they paid that uh, there was a $55,000 cover up for two for two MNSI non-disclosure agreements. Wasn't it Lebsock, right? Yeah, Lebsock. Lebsock, yeah. It was um, $55,000 were paid to cover up uh, sexual misconduct allegations against Lebsock. Um, Do you know where that money comes from? I have no idea where that I money comes from. I don't know where that money comes from. But, um, so I think that's the sexual harassment stuff this week, right? That's where... Yeah, that's pretty much where we are. Yeah. Um, so let's let's move into the Pueblo County Jail. Because there's yes. a lot of interesting things happening with that. Yeah. So, do you um, want to give a brief introduction, or should I? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, basically, uh, the Pueblo County Jail is drastically overcrowded by 150 percent, something like that. Um, yeah, it was, it's, a, they have, it's a high number. They haven't had a month in like I think since like 2009 or something like that. Yeah, where they, they weren't at least 100 people overcrowded. Yeah, they have. Um, Let's see, it's something like they have about approximately um, one person, or three people to every jail cell that was meant for one person. Um, 
Currently, it's uh, in November. It was seven hundred plus inmates. They, um, the, the facility is for about five hundred. And the facility itself is nearing the end of its lifetime, and it apparently is just—it's almost inhumane. Yeah, how gross it is. Um, we have the executive summary for the. There was a ballot measure, ballot measure one A, um, that was a request for funding, um, tax-wise. It was a tax increase. Um, that was did not pass but we have the executive summary published by the uh, pueblo.org um, and quote the failure of this facility to function would create a dire situation in the way of adverse safety and security issues for the community this appears to be one of those items in which it can be said quote pay me now or pay me much more later yes end quote yeah and um the sheriff who is in charge of it, or is in charge of Pueblo County, has repeatedly said that it's it's kind of a pressure cooker situation and things are about to blow up. Like it's really, they're yeah. in dire need of funding and the public has refused to give it to them. Um, um, there, are, there are inmate attacks. Um, on deputies. On deputies, there's, um, they obviously Pueblo County has a problem with um, has an opioid problem Which right I mean, now. That's a lot of places. Most places in the U.S. To have be a fair, <laughs> yes. Crisis, but um, but it has um, been noted that to deal with the uh, the, the people suffering withdrawal from um, opioids, uh, they just put them in the hallway, um, and that way they are closer to the bathroom because. They need to use it more, um, and this is ironic because there was um, they a wanted, 2015 uh, effort, or no, this was um, no, no, this no, this was the recent one um, that wanted to uh, redo it, right? But then there was also one that um, by redo it he means they wanted to add a health and a detox center. Yeah, a health and detox center, center as well as the um, the new one. Um, so there was. Uh, a proposal, um, and it was a 30-year tax increase. This is from an article. Pueblo County officials warned their jail is Colorado's most overcrowded. When voters were asked to help, they resoundingly said no from the uh, Denver, Denver Post. Post. Um, it reports that uh, it was a 30-year tax increase. By um, a cent a dollar. Yeah, one cent, cent per dollar. One cent per dollar. Which isn't... On, no, that was the 2015 one. Oh. Um, that was the 2015 effort. Um which was uh, which was for increases on um, deputy like police officer equipment. Which which actually oh police officer equipment yeah. yeah. Although the new one yeah the new they had they proposed a new increase that would allow twenty four new officers into the public county PD. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, but the but the the ballot um, measure basically said here's a thirty year tax increase. Um, it's estimated to raise ten point five million in the first year. Um, which and then there was a. Uh, it was the uh, plan to make a new jail, $150 million uh, new jail, um, and this would turn the current facility into, uh, quote, a state-of-the-art detoxification and health facility with a focus on opioid addiction. Which is perfect for Pueblo County. Exactly. They have, they've had an op opioid crisis, but I mean, let, let's move away from just like the background information of this case, of not the case, of this Situation to talk more about what it's what it means and what what has happened since the funding has failed. So they've introduced PR bonds into 
instead of they've introduced PR bonds as a alternative to money right. bonds, which essentially means that you can go that instead of having to pay to get out of jail, they will give you a time to they will give you a date to return to your to the court for your case. Yeah, which is um, it's a program that was it's being slowly introduced across the United States. It's being introduced. It was introduced in Florida and DC a few years ago. Texas too. Texas too, which is weird that they're um, on the yeah, aggressive end of something. Texas, but it's um, it's um, a that that kind of system has worked really well. Yeah. It's, so it's it's a Boulder, North Glen, Golden, and Denver, um, according to CPR, um, and uh, in Pueblo, they are considering that. Um, in order to reduce the number of inmates, because when there are um, when there are, you know inmates waiting a trial uh, instead of the PR bond, basically says here is a um, written promise, pretty much that you're going to show up for trial, um, and if you don't, you know you follow all the punishments, you know, so yeah, violating like it's, parole or anything. It's, it's else. a way better system than having people pay to get out. Right, um, and. Uh, and that reduces the amount of inmates in jail because inmates can just go home and then show up, or um, people going to trial can just go home and then show up to trial, right? Whereas, um, as it is currently, it's like, okay, you got a trial date, sit in jail and be effectively just a prisoner, um, which puts a huge strain on the system and the prisoners that are already there. Yes. So, I mean, they have, it, it's a really, the old system has shown to not work that well. It has definitely favored the rich, but this one, this system that they're introducing now is definitely one that should help way more people and really level the playing field. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I think the the way that the, the, the Pueblo County voters like rejected this bill or this ballot was is really indicative of a larger discussion about how we talk about prison in this country and how we treat prisoners. Yeah. Um, the rejection they, they they accepted a ballot measure to increase um, taxes for a police force, um, adding twenty four officers. Yeah, they so. But where the thing I saw, I think it was in the Denver Post article, was yeah. they've increased the number of um, of police officers, but they've but like those police officers have have to transport are to be taken off the streets because they have to transport prisoners to other. So other yeah. counties and it's other jails. It's just ineffective. Yeah, because they have so many people that they need to start shipping people out. Right. Really transferring people, which puts a lot of shame on everyone involved. Yeah, but I, I do think it is a good um, perspective to see, you know, while you have the voters who refuse to pay for an expansion on, this, on a jail, um, you do not have, uh, or you, you do have, rather, um, Voters who say, yes, I believe that it's important that we have a stronger police force to incarcerate more people. Yeah, they're incarcerating more, they're incarcerating <laughs> I mean, more people, but they don't have anywhere to put them. Yes. Which is a problem. Kind of an and issue. Because like, those, those people who are stuck in the middle, they don't have anywhere to go. They, I mean, like, they, they're in prison, but they don't, it's not... It's gotten to the point where people are sleeping in the hallways, as you said. Yeah. There are there's massive overcrowding, and like it's just it's inhumane to those people to say we're just gonna put you with we're just gonna put you in a building that's almost hundred that's almost two hundred percent over capacity. And it's not even like it's a case of like corruption in the police force. I mean, the it's sheriff. Just, it's not. They they want to do the, the right thing. The sheriff wants it. We have um, 
the uh, recommendation from um, uh, Pueblo County Jail Task Force um, of uh, of uh, professionals in, in the in the fields. Um, and the recommendation reads, quote, Pueblo County and the community overall will be best served from financial and safety perspective in constructing a new jail that will be built to properly accommodate the current average daily population of today and for decades to come. Pueblo County should exercise all available financial resources to construct a new jail and to refurbish the existing jail dormitory to become a detox and treatment center for the community. Given the cost of possible litigation, human lives, rising construction costs, urgent safety concerns, and the need for detox and treatment in our community, the jail task force recommends that both components, a new jail and detox treatment center, be acted upon as soon as possible, end quote. And yet the voters the refuse voters to act. voters don't want to do it. I don't... There's no one in the actual government that doesn't want this. Yeah, like there's... It's a really good thing for everyone involved. It's objectively good. They just don't want to do but it. But the voters is, don't want to do I mean, it. Again, that speaks to a larger issue. Yeah, I think it comes down I think it comes like, down to social... We, we definitely... In this country, I mean, we took a class punishment, recently. Good punishment. Stuff, good yeah, we stuff. took a class entirely focused on this, which was how, why do we, how do we punish people and why do we punish mm -hmm. people? And I think that the way people... like. We have almost dehumanized prisoners to a certain sense. Well, right, because we figure um, as soon as you commit a crime, then you are. Well, I think I think are, I think the real problem in Pueblo County is the um, the uh, drug problem. I think that imposes a stigma upon the prisoners, and it's is, and it's well, if we let you out of prison, you're just gonna go back to doing. Drugs. You're just gonna go back to doing drug, drugs. So we got to keep you in there, which isn't. It's not... It, How anything works. It's not really fair. Mm -hmm. It's just... You are completely discounting the fact that they have... Like, these people have real issues. Right. And putting them in prison is not the good... So, it's not the right solution. So then, it's, how do we get the voters you, to act? I mean, there's... I don't know, because... I mean, that's the issue, yeah. There, I don't think there's a way, because the way we have talked about prisoners for the last... What, Literally like, since all Australia the, was a prison. Since yeah, we have the way we have always talked about prisoners is that they are, they are irredeemable. They are t bad members of society. They must be locked up, and they cannot. As right. soon as you are a prisoner, then that's who you are for the rest of your life. Especially you if get it's better. a drug offense. And you, we just dehumanize them. Yeah, like there's no. And on on the drug um, aspect, it's actually, um, while we do have. Um, Legislation that is making drug penalties less severe, um, that actually makes the problem worse because the people um, convicted of uh, drug crimes that would not go to a federal prison instead go to the Pueblo County Jail. Yeah, and that's a big issue because like... And then I they mean, have more drug problems there because th it is, can't be controlled. Yeah, and it's like a nationwide issue because a lot of these county prisons are not built to support this many people yeah and they're not they're they're understaffed they're not up to code they're just like this speaks there's nowhere for these people to go and they are being forced into these places where there's way, way too many people there's not enough there's not enough guards and there's just it's chaos yeah um yeah no i mean it's it's a it's a catastrophe and think, I mean, clearly the only way 
for change to come about is for the voters to somehow be convinced that this is worthwhile, and I don't think that happens. Just no, I just don't see a way because yeah, I mean you have to you have to really go back to the basic way we talk about punishment. Yeah, I mean especially in Pueblo, like especially like crime and punishment. Like we have to go away. We have to go all the way back to how we talk about that before we can actually solve the root cause of this problem, because like. We just do not have right. We still have the stigma against drug offenders. Yeah, like that. You could we have still the stigma, and you can see that play out in real life because like our our recidivism rate is so high. I yeah. think it's fifty percent. Fifty percent of all prisoners will return will return three years after. Jesus, really? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it's it, we have a terrible recidivism rate because we just think. We make life, like, life is so hard for a prisoner after he comes out. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you're rehabilitated. It doesn't matter if you're young and you made a mistake. People will judge you for that for the rest of your life. Right. Like, you are being judged from this one thing you did because... And there's no infrastructure to, to rehabilitate people in this jail. Even yeah, and so that's... like You can't be rehabilitated. Once you're in, you lose that amount of time because yeah. there's, it's understaffed. Yeah, and, like, you... If you cannot be rehabilitated, then you will end up going back, which it, it keeps, like, even once you get prisoners out of Pueblo County, there's a good chance a lot of them will come back. Right. And so, like, there are not mechanisms in place. I mean, prison in, is, in and of itself is stays with you for the rest of your life, whether you want it to or not. Like, it's it's really mental once you, once you right. come out. But... There are no real mechanisms in place to help people once they get out, help people while they're in, because we just do not. So then we don't, we don't value down. that enough because we don't think that they can be redeemed. We don't think that so they the, have any the, chance in society. If the voters aren't going to vote to make the jail better, does that mean we have to? Um, we got to start at a place that just combats, you know, preventative. I mean, preventative drive, never right. works. Preventative. Right. Well, that's the all issue. Of our, we all of to, the measures I mean, we've taken in all of our precedent-setting um, measures like, that are preventative have failed. Like mandatory minimums failed. Three strikes and you're out failed. But that's deterrence. I mean, that's, do, no, but it's the same kind of thing. No, no, no. But I mean, do we have to? Is the only way to depopulate? Um, I guess that's a weird phrasing. But is the only way to get less people in the public county jail? Um, to uh, enact programs that decrease—I mean, should there be a separate that, that decreases the amount of like drug drug offenses? Do we have to start should more there be, education on drugs in schools? No, I don't think that. Then how do we combat it? I mean, like we've—I don't know, but like you, to, and me, you, you and me this year have gone to have gone to those stupid things where they tell you don't do drugs or yeah, that's true, or all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Has oh, that yeah. ever sunk into you? Like, none of us well, do no. anything. Yeah, no. But has it ever, have you ever gone to one of those and be like, huh, maybe I shouldn't do drugs? Drugs are bad. The people will make their decisions the way they make them, no, no, regardless of what you do. I think that there has to be some kind but of I separate. But I think it's still education. I mean, it's education, but like, but we're, people but the don't reason, care. But the reason that neither of us, you know, shoot heroin on the weekends <laughs> is because. Make good decision. <laughs> is because we know the risks of that. I mean, I don't know the, uh, the 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 education programs in Pueblo County, but is it necessary to just educate children really young about the risks and then just kind of hope? Because I don't see any I, other I mean, reason. I, I can see that to I can get see, through to people. I can see how you can do that, but also like people will. If people want to do something, there's not much you can do to stop them. 
Yeah, but you can like, still you can't, say. You can't stop it. You, can, you might be able to start at the beginning. Like, in, let's say in kindergarten, they teach, drug, they teach drug education. But that's still... It, it, there's a good chance you won't remember. There's a good chance it won't sink in. Yeah. I think that if you are going to do drugs, you're going to do drugs. But I'm, I'm, I think there should be a different program an entirely different place like the health and detox facility that's removed from the prison that's just for people with these low level drug offenses I mean I agree with that but that the the people if the people don't want a new jail they're not going to vote for a new detox center Sure, but you have to illustrate the problem. Like, there's oh, it, the problem. Public but County has a huge, huge I mean, opioid. The, qu- the question is, how do we epidemic. get epidemic through to the people? How do we make? I don't the even know, care? like the people. How do we make the people care? I don't yeah. think you do. Care. We have to wait until the people who are conflict, voting on this. Yeah, do, are the people who are are the exact people who are infor- reinforcing the stigma? Who are like really their their mindset is with this. If you do drugs, you are a bad person, and that is all for you. Like, that's it for you. Like, so you cannot do, we, do so, anything so else. So how do we change it? I don't think there's... I mean, you is could show no them... Is there no way to change once, once you the have majority... You have to show them... You have, you'd have to get rid of a, of the stigma, which would mean normalizing everything. So, it's either normalizing everything or... So I think it comes down to education. Everything. So I think it comes down, in that case, to education, to saying to really young kids, these are drugs... Drugs will mess you up, but... If you do them, you're not a bad person. If you do them, you're not a bad person. But that's not... No one's going to be... No school board anywhere is going to say, that's actually a good message. It's true. That's true. Like, there's not going to be somewhere where they think... Where they're really thinking about this and saying... So then is there no way to change? Do we have to wait until a convict breaks out and shoots, you know... Uh, shoots up yes. a wall and then everyone yes. realizes... I don't even know if that's going to get through to them. There's just a school shooting today. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. I mean, is there really no way to change the mind of the people once it's been made about something so fundamentally moral as this? I mean... I mean, there, you, there are people... you got to agree, this is like, a completely moral problem. This comes down to, you yeah, are good, you are bad. Yeah. So then how do we change that conception without waiting, you know, 14 generations? There's... that Having that kind of change would require, like just such an exorbitant amount of education and like getting people actually interested and getting yeah. people educated. I just don't know if that's available. Do we just give up? There's just no way you can give that. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure your conceptions about jail and punishment and that kind of thing changed after taking right. yeah, punishment yeah, yeah. politics and culture, right. but there's no way you can get tea to teach that to everyone. Yeah, you, can't get, get, you can't get him to teach. Yeah, like no, You I'm, have to have these programs, but these programs are not accessible to everyone, and that's the root problem, is that like people like people watch cable, cable news, people watch TV, and all these all these things are reinforced. Like In any TV show, most of the... Like the majority of TV shows, if there's a prisoner there, he will not be a good person. He will right. be seen as a bad person, who is just a scourge to society, who cannot be redeemed. And in the vast majority of cases in the criminal justice system, that is not the case. And that's reflected in the fact that only nine, that 95% of prisoners will get out at some point in their lives. The criminal justice system does not believe that anyone, that most people are, are irredeemable if you commit a crime. Yeah. And so I don't know why people have thought that. Right. Like that, that cut, that's the root cause of the issue is that these people are not worth our time because they're just going to keep going to that, back to their same behaviors. And yeah, that's true. If you keep, if you keep doing what you're doing, these people will go back to their same behaviors. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you need, 
if people, like if, if you say that these people are not worth their time, they're not worth their money, they're not worth anything because they will keep going back to the same behaviors, they will because you are not spending the money, you're not spending the time, you're not giving, so them, how do we you're giving them any resources. I don't know. Like you'd have to really change the way people think about. You would people. have to. I think people it all comes down to education. Prison. You would have you to have educate. To, but how about why? How do you how do you educate that many people? Right. Especially if the voters and presumably the voters are the same ones on the school boards don't want to enact that. Yeah, like the, the no school board anywhere is gonna be like. Do you have to do it through campaigns? Maybe. I mean, I don't know how. I also don't know what the campaigns for ballot. The campaign for ballot one A would have to look. They'd have to look like. I mean, they would have to make you, it. You'd have to go so deeply philosophical and fundamental that other people would be able <laughs> but also, want I mean, to understand it. But even just a recommendation from, if you believe that the police are that the police are right, and it's generally good to follow what the police say, you would That's think that you would think that a recommendation from yeah, the sheriff. The police part is what gets me. It's because people are people want their crime. People want crime out. Yeah. People want crime put away somewhere, but if it's if the place they're being put is so unsafe, then what the hell are you doing? And it generates more crime. It generates the more crime because they can't focus on yeah doing shit. Yeah, like I just don't get what like why. I mean, I, I get yeah. like the police officers are seen as like the most moral people. Yeah. Here, and like, and anyone who goes to prison is on the wrong. Uh, is on Fundamentally the bad. Right. But, but how do you reconcile? Like, well, how do you even you, how how do you even just follow what the police says? If the police says, "Hey, we need a we need a new jail," how do you still say, "No, no, no, you're wrong this time"? This time, I think that uh, I think we need to keep those prisoners locked up. I think. I mean, it's it's such a danger not even not only to like the people just because like if if all these people are if the prison is this understaffed. In this dangerous it's for the danger people working to the in it, community, yeah. then like that's a problem in and of itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also like they were talking about in the Denver Post article that we were referencing earlier, yeah. they were talking about loss potential lawsuits for such like oh, it's all practices. some dude gouged out his eyes up in uh, yeah up north somewhere. Some dude gouged out his eyes and suing for negligence. Yeah, like he. I mean, it's like, these are law yeah. these are lawsuits that are going to be coming to court at some point, and not only that, it's costing the city millions of dollars. They have to. They're starting to. That's pay people. That's pay protection for their deputies. Yeah. At this point, like that's that's more money to the taxpayer. Like these problems are going to keep mounting and mounting, and mounting, and costing the taxpayers more money until they actually decide to fix these problems. But at what point do they decide? Like there has to be some kind of. That, yeah. I think. What's the tipping? I think we should try. Um, I have to go. I think we should try uh, calling the sheriff and asking his opinion. I mean, Next like, time. We, we'd have to. Let's do it. And we, he's done a lot of interviews already. Yeah, like, I if you want, If you want to look at... Yeah, no, I If think, you want to look it up, yeah. then he's done a lot of Oh, interviews. he's done a ton. Of, he, yeah, but I... I let's, his, his thought, his, some of his quotes have been... I want to call him and ask him what he thinks the solution to this is. I, I don't know what this... I mean, let's I think, he's the same, I think he might say the same, the same thing we do, is that the people have to care, but... But how do you get the how, people if, to care? How you yeah. get the people to exactly. care is a $150 yeah. million dollar question. Yeah. All right, so um, that's that's part one. Part one. We'll call the sheriff. See if he see if he gets back to us. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll back get back to him that if if he doesn't get back to us, I think our plan was we're going to talk about DACA. DACA. DACA on yes. Thursday. Thursday. So this is part one. 
Hell yeah. You can find we are we just got on iTunes within the last few weeks. Yes. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, yeah something think, else probably. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we just guy. Yeah, there's we have a lot of stuff. We'll yeah. be getting we'll we'll get you information out to you. Um, thanks for tuning in and see you next week.